Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, you're going to meet a cancer survivor, a fighter, and she's going to share with us her faith-filled journey, her story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. So I'm a man of faith. My father and brother are both ministers. And so I've always I've felt like I have a pretty good relationship with God. But I can only imagine if uh, I had a, a cancer diagnosis, your faith gets tested. Amanda Thomas knows something about that. She's with The Root Awakening. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. I'm honored. Very cool. Okay, so tell me about your upbringing. Uh, were you always um, a fairly religious person? I, yes, I was. Well, I can't say I was fairly religious, but very much exposed and had a good routine of going to church. Um, it wasn't until later when I was an adult and um, had to go through life alone as a single mom, really dug deeper into my faith. And then, of course, this cancer diagnosis really deepened my faith to a whole nother level. Okay, so when you find out, you had stage three. I did. That's very aggressive. Um, so at that point, there weren't a lot of options open to you, were there? Absolutely not. And this was back in 2015. So there wasn't really the buzz or the uh, presence online about any other options other than conventional ways. So um, so tell us what um, what happened. So um, I was uh, interior, a design, a I'm sorry, a degreed interior designer by day and a personal trainer by night. And thought that I was living that healthy lifestyle. And um, I was diagnosed with the late stage rare and aggressive breast cancer. And it came on so unexpectedly, um, even though I was dealing with a handful of other autoimmune issues, um, they were managed very well with prescription meds, but I was still trying to live the very healthy lifestyle. Um, when that diagnosis came on, um, I did immediately walk into the double mastectomy because of my history of fibrocystic breast disease. But I ran from the chemo for a good, good six months because I didn't feel that that was something that was going to serve me well. And quite honestly, I thought that was going to be what would kill me was the chemotherapy. So I was on a pursuit for six straight months to figure out how to find um, other alternatives to fight this rare and aggressive cancer. Um, and I couldn't find anybody to help me find those answers. Um, like I said, I ran from it for six months with three different oncologists, MD Anderson being one of them. Um, and it was that trip to MD Anderson when I spent three hours with them in the exam room of them not being able to tell me any way that it was going to be able to truly save my life, only give me a 2% hope. If I weren't to do chemo, I would only get a 2% better diagnosis or lifespan if I were to move on with the chemotherapy. So I, d I walked away feeling very defeated, deflated, hopeless. 
um, had a conversation and a phone call with my brother on the way home. And uh, with his medical knowledge and history being an anesthesiologist, it was, it was his comment to me that says, I don't think you'll be so lucky if you don't do this. So um, I just threw everything away that I was really fighting for and really chalked it up to maybe this is just fear. Um, so I have to step into the space because I have no other options. Nobody's providing me any answers. No alternative way of fighting this without just blowing it out with chemotherapy that they didn't know or have the answers of how to treat because it was so rare that less than 1% uh, were diagnosed with the type that I was diagnosed with. So they literally had no studies of how to even treat this. So they were going to throw the kitchen sink at me to try and fight this. Um, but at that point with that remark from my brother, um, I moved forward, did the, I did two rounds of chemo and it wasn't until after my second round of chemo, um, being a single mom, taking my first nap after that second round and being so incredibly feeble, um, very real thin, ashy gray, didn't have an ounce of hair on my body, um, waking up from my first nap in that journey and seeing my son that was 15 years old at the time looking over me and having this, this fear of, this look of fear over him, not knowing whether I was just napping or if I was truly deceased at that point because I was actually going through liver failure and kidney failure wow. and was not made aware of that. I found that on my own labs. So it was not in good shape. So I went into, I sat up at that point and realized that something had to change. This is not for me or my son. So I went into the oncologist and told her that exact sentiment that this is not for us. And she said, just promise me you'll go back to MD Anderson. And I kind of winked and said, sure, okay, I'll go back. Um, and I walked out of that oncology office with my hands in the air going, yes, I've got this, I've got this, all is gonna be fine until I get home. And then I realized I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers at all and I don't know what I'm going to do. So that is when I found myself on my kitchen floor crying out to God going, I have way more faith in you than I ever did this chemo in the first place. Please reveal to me what I need to do. I surrender this whole process to you and I, I vowed to make myself into a much better person. I want to be better whole healed on this side of the journey than I ever was before this cancer diagnosis. Um, it warranted big success. Um, I stepped away from the chemo in September of 2015. I did no other testing, diagnostic imaging or anything until April because I went headstrong into learning why cancer came on in the body, how to heal the body, and was radically seeking him every day for answers on why is my body saying this? What is good for me? What is your will for me? Literally down to grocery shopping, I would have him help me pick out what produce was going to heal my body at that moment. So um, by April of 2016, I had my first um, imaging done and there was absolutely no evidence of disease. Wow. Everything was gone, including all of the autoimmune issues that I had to start with, which was lupus, Raynaud's, fibromyalgia, and lupus is something that's not curable. So was it mostly related to diet that helped heal you? Diet was a big part in it. Mm -hmm. um, interestingly enough, having a background in sports medicine, mm -hmm. and I was a role that never ate fast food or drank the sodas or anything like that. So that was another just hair blowing moment for me to understand, you know, that I eat so clean. 
I did take a, a radical turn on my diet. Um, I did the juicing. I did a lot of different things, but it was such an ebb and flow to understand what worked for my body at the moment. Nutrition was huge, sure. absolutely, to the point where I went back and tried to study and apply the science of how did I have this radical remission, other than knowing he was the biggest physician and major component of this. Sure. And he showed me how to do all of this. But I had to learn to um, eat more whole foods that was healing for the body for so many different reasons, the vitamins, minerals, the frequencies, everything that the body was craving. Um, but I had to learn to remove the burdens in life. I had to learn to really do a pulse check on some unhealed traumas and emotional burdens that I was carrying in my body. Um, some environmental things that I didn't realize. I was such a product junkie. I loved my candles. I loved all of the things that I had no idea was an endocrine disruptor and things that were really setting my system up to fail. And we get hit over 800 times an hour to our DNA with burdens. Wow. So if we don't learn what some of those are, then we, we will eventually, it will catch up with us and we will get riddled with some sort of affliction. But I think the most fascinating thing for me in this process is learning the mind-body connection and how our body expresses all of these afflictions that we come on in life and how they tell us a roadmap of what to take back to the cross and what to remove in our life. Sure. I'm going to pull up your website. And as we scroll down the website, I want you to talk more about what uh, the root awakening is all about. Okay. Yeah, so here you're looking at um, just a little teaser of you know what I just explained to you, and it's going to give you a little better idea on what we focus on in the program. So um, we're going to be looking at your environment, your food, your emotional and spiritual health, and what we do is we remove the burdens, then we learn to replace with what is needed and what is good for the body for your personal terrain, and then the body naturally starts to rebuild at that point. Wow. Other than your own success story, what's your favorite success story of somebody you've helped? Um, goodness. I've, I've had to, quite a few. Yeah. So they come in different uh, levels and layers. I think um, on the emotional component, um, I've seen people find some incredible freedom from um, limited beliefs and tormenting destructive behaviors mm -hmm. by just reshaping because how much that played a role in their health um, and gaining their sleep back and things of that nature. Um, I have been able to help others not take the route of chemotherapy and um, successfully navigate stage four cancer without having to go that route, um, happy, healthy, and whole. Um, and even down to things that may be simple to us and we may not be able to understand, um, um, neuropathy I'm turning around, blood sugar I'm helping turn around. The biggest thing that I get a kick out of is helping people get off their medications. Mm, that's powerful. I know there was a page on your website that, uh, talking about supplementation. Let's talk about supplements because if you go to the grocery store, you're just seeing aisle after aisle of supplements. Not all supplements are, are good for you. Absolutely. So there's so many excipients and fillers in supplements these days, and a lot of them can actually create a little more harm than good. Um, and it's an unregulated industry, so you have to really know what you're looking at. That was one of the big things that I had to work through was learning to really read and dissect these labels and find good brands that I truly trusted that was 
testing their own products, making sure that they weren't full of heavy metals and mycotoxins and all of the things. Um, but yes, for example, um, one of the main ingredients and excipients or fillers that you will find in a over-the-counter supplement would be magnesium stearate. And that filler actually spikes your blood sugar. So a lot of people may not realize or understand that they're taking a multivitamin every day with this filler in there, and yet they're dealing with these blood sugar spikes and it may not even, they're maybe compounding things that are already going on with the diet, but it's not, it's not helping their situation at all. Sure. Well, your story is so compelling and I know um, God put you on this planet for a reason and I think you've found your purpose. In the little time we have left, what do you want to say to the person watching this right now who says, man, I, I think I need to contact Amanda? Um, to have hope that there are, there are alternatives. He did give us the tools to heal our body. Um, there is a way of doing a deep dive to understand what can be removed and replaced with the goodness that he has for you and his will for you. Um, and that you do have accessibility and the option to have freedom in your health, mentally, right. physically, all the above. Well, wow. Amanda, you've been amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing your testimony and your, your story with us. We're going to end with the website, which is therootawakening.org, the great Amanda Thomas. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.